0: Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast uh, where mostly comedians watch movies and talk about stuff, uh, sometimes including that movie. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Oh, actually, I have a new idea. Um, Twitter's full. You should follow me on Instagram, no underscore. Haven't tried that before. Alex Falcone, no underscore, on Instagram. Cool pics, right? That's where the kids are now anyway. Yeah,
1: they're telling stories on
0: there Oh, I don't like stories. Yeah. Don't expect cool stories. Cool
1: pics and like, a
2: bunch of spoilers for upcoming movies. That's all your yes. Instagram program is. I like is. to
0: take a photo of the last frame of every film I see, immediately look <laughs> yeah. to the internet. And I go to early press screening, so I definitely yeah. see it before you. It's a it's, good Graham account to follow. It's weird when uh, Coco dies at the end. Mm. Is his name Coco?
2: Is well, name actually, Coco Co- Coco's the
0: name of the grandma, and yes, she oh, does shit. You die at the end. Oh, man, that's way so. weird. Sorry.
3: Coco's the name of the monster. It's actually...
0: I, yep, sorry. I just assumed it was the kid. Man. Wow, this took a turn.
2: You guys... Well, that's your, that's your problem, right? You're, you're a goddamn racist. You just assume all Mexican children are named Coco. I'm <laughs> sick of you. I'm sick of this, Alex. I'm tired of you hanging out with my nieces and nephews and being like, Oh, hey, Coco one, Coco two. <laughs> <laughs> it's just...
0: I it's do do up. that. That's true. Um, uh, we can talk about Instagram stories later. I just I just find them disturbing. Like, yeah? as a as a design element, I cannot figure out how to make it work or why it's happening. Photos so are great, you're, though.
3: you're afraid of the unknown so far, and your own mortality and age.
0: I feel like I was avoiding Snapchat aggressively, and it was really easy when it was a Snapchat. And then it's, like, started to be in everything. Like, Skype has a stories feature, and it's, it feels like it's coming for me.
3: Okay, to be scared.
0: Thank you, Angela. <laughs> All right, so we have a great panel today. Uh, first up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part Two on Twitter in Portland, Oregon. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez.
2: That's right. Glad to be here, Anthony Lopez. Certainly not DJ. Definitely I'm tired not of you calling cool. me DJ? Yeah, I do call you Half
0: Coco though.
2: <laughs> That's that true.
0: <laughs> Just call me Co. <laughs> uh, also joining us at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter uh, in Los Angeles, California. It's Sarah Hathaway.
1: Did they have Chicken Vindaloo when you were alive?
0: Uh, that's a fair question for him. He didn't answer that, I don't think, but it would have been like, yes, <laughs> no, but not I here. mean,
1: I think, like, yeah, exactly. Yes, but I wasn't aware of it yeah. is, is the absolute correct answer.
0: <laughs> also joining us today, our very special guest at Angela M. Weber. Angela M. Weber on Twitter uh, in Los Angeles, California. It's Angela Weber.
3: You know, at least I'm not a jerk who lies to his pregnant fiance, gets himself killed, then leaves her to die in a maybe loveless marriage.
0: (laughs) That is uh, what I say in most arguments.
1: (laughs) That was the most insane thing. And then she's like, I really just lost my temper. (laughs) Whoa.
0: Yeah. When I lose my temper, I'm very incisively summarizing the last 20 minutes of this movie.
3: Well, it is, to be fair, this is a universe where anything anybody does is incisively summarizing the last 20 no, minutes. No, that's true. Like, There's a lot of it.
0: Yes. Um, you guys, this is episode number 421 of the podcast. Do you believe it?
3: Uh, 421 oh. was my favorite number when I was a kid.
0: Was it really? Yep. I, I thought everyone picked their favorite number was the, the the cable channel that they watched the most. What was 421 uh, to you?
3: 421 was... I think I liked it because it was like... Decreasing squares. Oh, but I also I had like a character named four two one dude, which was like a bear wearing a backwards hat that I would draw.
0: (laughs) That is the uh, decreasing squares is excellent. That is a great reason. But the fact, yeah, it wasn't just four
3: twenty plus one, which I'm sure I hadn't heard of four twenty.
0: I like four twenty one dude being the guy who's just like I'm. I'm still up for it. I don't know if you guys are. (laughs) I'd still do it.
2: It's the guy who just takes 420 to 11, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah we, do, we turn it up. We do it at 421. Yeah. Or if it's a gateway drug, 421 is whatever the next step is.
3: Oh. Heroin.
0: Heroin. This is a very <laughs> small ladder. Um, so th- it's also the number, you guys, I didn't know that it was your favorite number, but it is the number of the highway that runs through North Wilmington where the Fortin's plant is located. And that plant, as you guys all can assume is the one responsible for the constant smell of cat urine that exists in all of Wilmington. Wow. It took people a while to figure it out. They were like, why does our city always smell like cat urine? And it turns out uh, that uh, Fortin is using um, some acetone in its manufacturing process as a solvent, and that breaks down into mesotel oxide, a chemical that is largely trapped. With other emissions and destroyed, but also some of it leaks out and smells like cat. Poop. That must have been such
2: a like yes. vindicating day for all the cats of that city, <laughs> who we were constantly getting a lot of shit. People were ready to yeah. give their cats up for yeah, adoption. Yeah, people were like, "This goddamn cat makes this whole
0: city smells like piss." <laughs> They've spent, uh, uh, according to the DEA filing, they have spent uh, over $1.5 million just trying to get rid of the cat urine smell, which sounds similar to everyone Uh. I've ever known whose apartment smelled like cat urine. Yeah. You got
2: to bring in like a mongoose urine smell, and then...
0: Is that, <laughs> you bring in like a, is that like where you like get is like you get red wine stains out with white? No, wine? You like it You get like the mongoose to
2: s- smell to scare away the cat urine smell, but then you need like a bear but urine smell to get rid of the mongoose. Yeah, so oh. it just, just constant
3: mongoose urine has no natural predators. <laughs> that's the problem.
0: I just worry if you give a a mongoose a urine, what happens next? <laughs> They're just uh this does end where where does it go after a bear? Um is what yeah, I'm saying. That's, a, that's a good point. Yeah. Tiger. It's a, at some point it's bugs, and then like it's the whole circle. Eventually, gypsy moths. Yes. <laughs> anyway, speaking of things you can learn to tolerate, this week we're talking about the spirit of Christmas.
3: Yes, we are.
0: I thought that was better than you guys gave it credit for. Do you want me to do it again? Speaking of things you can learn to tolerate, right? Like cat and smell. Also, mm-hmm. this movie. Do you, you guys no. See- yeah, I got it. Okay, just check. <laughs> <laughs> I figured the only possible explanation for you not laughing hysterically was that you uh didn't understand. Can you run it by me one more uh, time? I was
1: just thinking thoughtfully <laughs> yeah. about
0: it. Yeah. I'll email it to you. I was Anthony.
1: considering I was considering if I could learn to, to actually like live with this movie.
0: I, oh, I, I, think, uh, I think I think you could. it was a thinker. Um anyway, so oh it's the, this is the twenty fifteen Lifetime Christmas film starring Thomas Baudon, who you guys all know from such notable works as a single episode of a Canadian TV show called Trauma that he did before this. I know, I know him from
2: the gym. Apparently, you know what I mean. You, <laughs> you may, you
0: may I just like I, I was watching this and I was like, "You're in a movie." And granted, not the best movie, but you must have a lot before this. And at that point, I had more like when the time he got this movie, I had more TV shooting days behind me than he did, and that was a weird feeling. I thought that was a surprise.
1: Hey Alex it's okay. You're going to get your own spirit of Christmas. I just want to
0: be at a Christmas. I really Christmas believe movie.
3: in you. Uh, you want to be a spooky sexy
0: ghost? I would I, I'd be more spooky but I'd be like if she was like, you know, there was a ghost in the last Airbnb I was in, but this one, I'll settle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd be good at. <laughs> um, this, also this is starring uh, Jen Lilly, who has been in a million things but most especially hundreds of episodes of Days of Our Lives. So she's earned it she was also in
3: a harvest romance which i think is this movie except in the fall like she's in all these movies
0: yeah i very (laughs) harvest romance man how many people are that sounds great i'm gonna go watch that (laughs) (laughs) okay sarah is i mean i see the christmas romance genre but like like fall romance i don't know that feels like a stretch
3: you can't be in uh, love any time other than Christmas, is what you're saying? What am, I don't
0: know. Well, so this movie was written by Tracy Andreen, who mm-hmm. also wrote Christmas Getaway, Christmas Princess, mm-hmm. Switched for Christmas, Sleigh Bell's Ring, Ice Sculpture Christmas, Snow Bride, and the intriguingly out of place... <laughs> She's like the coat. Shane Black of rom-coms, you know? <laughs> wow. Always yeah. sets everything during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I... I Oh, okay. I don't, but I get that now. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> Anthony, you make movie hey, directing uh, references that are too good for us. Uh,
3: but I hope somebody who listens is like really on the. Somebody page.
0: loved that for sure. Someone was like, "Oh yeah, I love it." Was how? Yeah, Iron yeah. And three was set during yeah, all, of Shane, all of Shane. All Shane Black's movies s- set was? during. Christmas.
1: Yeah, it, re- it actually really is. <laughs> Just,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just it likes the joke. fact Even that the it adds that tension wrote. to and any track. sequence yeah. inherently, right? This is Yeah. I believe it is going to take place a little bit during the, Christmas. The yeah. Predator
0: 2018 Christmas movie? Um RoboCop 3, that was a Christmas think movie?
3: Predator will wear like a Santa hat and a beard.
0: How about Cute. how about swing state, which seems to be about election day, which definitely is not Christmas. I bet it ends with Christmas. It probably does. It's after. Yeah, think <laughs> a time
1: jump and be like, now that Christmas is here, let's reflect on that crazy swing state.
0: Oh man, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, oh, by the way, if you're wondering about Killer Christmas, uh, the poster is just a stopwatch with blood on it, and the tagline is, "Who will get cut from the team?"
3: Oh, Killer. Coach. Uh, I thought it was going to be like a Killer Coach right?
2: Code, like on Good a job, train. Tracy I'm agreed. disappointed. Uh,
0: Oh no. <laughs> and yeah. Then,
1: yeah i definitely heard it wrong too yeah.
3: it's like thomas the yeah. tank engine but
2: yeah doc. yeah angela i like to think it's I thomas the I tank can, engine but a little lighter you know what i mean uh, a, so why are we so, dope
0: shit in that show
3: I, oh my god right
0: <laughs> uh, yeah uh so the reason we're watching this so i said last week that sarah you made us watch it and that was slanderous
1: and that was a lie i
0: apologize for that i got confused so i know we mentioned it last year and then uh but you watched it and then you were excited to talk about it again and so i
1: yeah i mean i'm the only this. person i know who has seen it sure so.
0: yeah i'm the only person yeah. netflix thinks has seen it at this point i think it's not a hugely popular movie but you, know, you guys you know. can go watch it on netflix right now so uh and you might You might want to after this.
3: I recommend do what I do. Create a separate Netflix profile to watch this so all of your suggestions are not Lifetime Christmas movies. I
0: love it. Uh, You have a separate, like, Alex made me do this Netflix (laughs) account. It doesn't work as well when you're stealing Netflix, but assuming you have your own, you're paying for it, you can do that.
2: Yeah, I'm a yeah. big boy.
0: I like to just ruin I, other people's I like. I
2: kind of noticed, I don't know if you guys it's noticed, like, like, uh, this movie took a little bit longer um, to
0: load. Almost like someone
2: in Netflix was like, they want to watch what? Oh, shit. Uh, uh, I got a copy of that line about <laughs> somewhere. Hold on, I'll go grab it. I'll go grab it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like in the
0: Force Awakens when they or when they had to go to that huge tower of uh outdoor hard drives
3: Rogue one? Oh that was Rogue oh, one. Rogue Sorry, one? Rogue one.
0: They would and they had to Please, have Alex. those huge hands manipulate the tower of hard drive. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "I know Christmas ghost is in here somewhere." Brr? That would have been a better reference if I got it right the first time. Who cares? It's my show. So, um we are watching this though <laughs> We, were, we, we have historically watched some Lifetime-type Christmas movies uh, on the show, including Merry Christmas last year. Oh, and
3: that sounds great. That
0: was cute. And, uh, it's really good. Desperately Seeking Santa the year before. Um, <laughs> the through line is usually a woman is working too hard, and then she gets love and mm-hmm. leaves her job. Um, yeah. Christmas is the number they one- cause don't
1: want women of the
0: gender pay gap. It really, it's all people leaving their <laughs> careers- to spend time loving on Christmas, but did you? So, did you had you heard of this before, Sarah, before we mentioned it, or did we meant like
1: how did I this- found it on Netflix? Oh, okay. So, fun fact about me, I uh usually end up watching a few of these Christmas movies every year yeah. with a group of people, okay? And um, I mean, ironically, everyone has their one with like, loving. Oh, uh, a good mix of both. I mean, some of them are absolutely terrible. Some of them are crazy in a way that's like kind of fun. Like Merry Kissmas is, is, I think, a good, like, it's not a good movie, but it's so funny to watch because there's so many weird little things in it. Yeah. And this one is almost too serious to fall into that category. But I saw it because Netflix actually shoved it upon me. It was like, please watch this movie. And I read the description and was like, yeah. <laughs> I got to know what's happening with
0: this Merry Christmas is where um, she falls in love in an elevator and there's uh yeah. f- the guy and she has the, f- the
1: crazy choreographer boyfriend. Oh yeah
0: yeah, he's like famous for directing yeah. uh he's directing
1: what one, one scene of the Nutcracker. One scene of the Nutcracker and he's
0: like everyone in town is like, "Oh god, he's here to direct that one scene of the Nut." They're so impressed by the one She
1: falls in love with a caterer.
0: Yes. Yes. There's a lot of cookie. B- yeah, that was a fun one.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. That's a different genre. There's, like, the goofier, lighter ones, and then apparently there's a whole subgenre of very serious ones like this one.
0: I... Okay, well, all right. Um, I... This is early on to mention this, maybe. But I feel like of all the uh, weird Christmas movies that I've had to watch for the show, I might have liked this one the most. (gasps) Really? There was something about this one where I just didn't hate it as much as I was expecting. It's weird, but I Uh, thought this was weird in a good way, I think
1: we gotta unpack that (laughs) I can't
0: wait (laughs) first if you guys want to help us uh, decide what topics to watch you you can vote for upcoming topics by becoming a meat buddy go to read.com slash meat buddies and sign up anyone who donates gets to participate in the meat buddy voting scheme where you get to decide on upcoming topics including our next month where we're watching uh, movies and reading the works from Jantiquity so it's time to get in (laughs) vote for some old (laughs) stuff Um, it's gonna be really fun so that's what the meat buddies can do and now i'm going to summarize this film for people who have not yet ruined their netflix recommendations with it
1: oh my god
0: please jump in i like to
1: think enriched, <laughs> enriched their
0: recommendations uh j- jump in make corrections you guys as you need we open about a hundred years ago on christmas eve in new england a handsome man stands outside of a party He's wearing
3: to- old-fashioned clothes that he definitely bought at nordstrom yesterday <laughs>
0: very clean. Oh, God. For a rum runner, is very clean. We, uh, very freshly pressed. I mean,
2: can, like, did anyone buy any of those old-timey scenes for a second?
0: Like, there's a no, scene... I, when,
1: we, this is something we need to have a 20-minute yeah. discussion
0: about later. I mean, we're one sentence into the summary. How about now? Yeah, he... Can I just say, he, when
2: he's talking to, like, his cousin in that, like, really nice gray old navy sweater that the cousin has, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just so, like, who... What it's like some Ed Wood shit of like a director walking on set, seeing that and be like, "That's great! That's exactly how they dress in the 1910s." Like, well, more
1: than that, it's legitimately the worst period acting I have ever seen in yeah. my
2: life. I
3: he
1: did like he talks, it, all, fancy. Are bad. He talks yeah. all fancy. He talks all fancy when he's
3: modern days is, is big words and then back there they're just like hey dude <laughs> what's up. Yeah. YOLO.
0: Okay, it's, bye. It's translation. It's an automatic for our brain. They're talking in their normal language, but the movie mm-hmm. It's like when someone's speaking French, they're not really speaking French. We hear them however we need to. Didn't
2: you see that shot when he was, like, writing that letter in, like, nice old-timey language and it zoomed in on his mouth? And when it came out, it was like, (laughs) it was like, my dearest Agatha. (laughs) And then it came out and it it was like,
0: yo, this this day was bitching, yo. It was crazy, you know? (laughs) Uh, So... Uh, it is 100 years ago it's not very well done period wise but a handsome man standing outside of a party he recognizes a woman and then is abruptly handsomely murdered <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the opening <laughs>
1: so handsomely if
0: you're i mean like i as far as christmas movies we have had to watch i'm in more than i was expecting to be at that point yeah. it, it was like a, a yes. three-minute scene that ended in a murder to open this lighthearted christmas movie Lighthearted. I mean, I guess not. I expect it to be more lighthearted. It's about love and Christmas, and there's a murder. You usually have to yeah. wait like 20
2: minutes for someone to die in the Santa Claus. So I like, <laughs> I like a, a movie that just has death right at the beginning,
0: you know. So we cut to modern-day Boston. Kate is a hardworking lawyer in the exciting field of will management. <laughs> She's at dinner with a boy drinking both red and white wine at the same time. Did you guys? Oh notice my got
1: so many wine glasses. There so
0: many wine glasses. I don't know. I'm not a big wine drinker, <laughs> like but a million
1: wine glasses. I've never Boston. seen
0: someone with full red and whites right in front of them at the same meal. I'm sure someone it does. Really that. I think
1: it was supposed to be fancy.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very fancy. Uh, <laughs> she thinks the boy's about to propose to her, but instead he dumps her because she does not know how to love or apparently read social signals. And there we have it. So we have the standard Christmas fair. She's too hardworking doesn't yet know how to love doesn't uh, always works through the holidays doesn't ever have plans
3: she has some sort of childhood trauma which i think we later find out is just that her parents got
1: divorced yeah yeah i was expecting it was very offensive (laughs) a
3: trauma (laughs) of any magnitude but it was just yeah
0: well but they got divorced on christmas because she didn't appreciate the gifts enough oh right 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 i assume that because that would be pretty traumatic for christmas Sure. She doesn't hate Christmas. She's not like a humbug, which is common in these. She's not, she's not anti-Christmas. She's just like fully incapable of love, um, or at least modern love, as we find. So, newly freed uh, from her human feelings, God. she pours herself into her work, settling the estate of a person who owns a haunted bed and breakfast. Now, <laughs> you think, oh, that's silly that it's haunted, and so does she. But then when she finds out that no appraisers will appraise this building because it's too haunted... <laughs> She decides to spend the night there and investigate. She goes full ghost hunters. She just sets up in the actually she just falls asleep. She doesn't set up recording equipment or anything, but she is there to fall asleep. Oh, and as she leaves, as she gets there, the, the innkeeper is on his way out. And he's like, "Gotta go. Too haunted." Time of the year. I always leave right now. Can't can't be here tomorrow. Tomorrow gets bad. Gotta go.
2: Well, when she gets yeah. there, originally, there's an appraiser fleeing from the house, like a scene yes. from Beetlejuice or something like that yeah. just happened in there. But they never say, like, what he does exactly to scare them away, because he's just a no. dude.
1: And we know it, it wasn't him.
2: You yeah, oh, find out
1: later the scariest was not that's him. Right. The scariest is the other spooky. But ghost. then he never that's
3: knows rad. what the scariest. He doesn't know there was another he ghost. He whispers, "Get
0: out," uh, wow. and that works because he does that to her. He's like, yeah. "You should leave. I'm a ghost. You know the dead."
1: Yeah, he's like hanging out in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I got I feel like I was mostly just mad at that appraiser. Like, what happened to professionalism? Like, appraise if there's a ghost that's telling people to get out. Just not a very valuable hotel. Yeah, but just write that down on yeah, your little yeah, clipboard. Yeah, you got a clipboard. This, you're running away from every ghost. Oh, that's lame. It, back in my day, appraisers would appraise no matter what happened.
1: She, she A hundred years ago.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: She learns that this hotel is haunted, right? There's right. all these newspaper clippings that the hotel is haunted. And then everybody she meets in the town doesn't know the hotel is haunted.
0: Yeah, it comes as a surprise. So she's the only one reading that paper, maybe?
3: Maybe they don't read newspapers in wherever
0: Holly Grove ends. Hey,
2: no one reads newspapers these days, this a, day and age. You know well, what I mean? Well,
0: but surely she, she's all the people in town are seeing the posts on uh, on HuffPo linking to the original reporting about the haunted house. Surely right. she's seeing, or, or Google's news breaking in all that cash from their news. I mean, she's. I'm sure she's, she's aware of that. Everyone's got to be aware of this. Uh, also, the main haunter real casual about people seeing him as we learn yeah so she stays the night and this handsomely murdered man is now just a slightly <laughs> standoffish ghost so he walks in and he's like hey get your shit also i know the alarm code so don't bother setting the alarm they have a fun little thing where she calls the uh sheriff and he hides but then when the sheriff's gone he pops back out and he <laughs> has all oh the- and
1: the sheriff is Terrible. He's terribly dismissive when this woman says, Hey, this man broke in here last night when I was alone. If she and, said
0: like, ghost, I, I understand I got knocked
1: out and the last thing the last thing I remember is a man looming over me in yeah. the darkness. And the sheriff's like, Did you set the alarm? <laughs> and
0: leaves. I checked uh, the cabinets. Well, I love that
2: when he's yeah. he's like trying to console her. He's like, Look, don't worry. It was probably just a drifter who just came into your house from <laughs> his own volition. There's no oh, way you yeah. can stop something like that. They just come and go. You got you know, <laughs>
0: drifting. Yeah,
2: I just like I love
1: the worst. The worst sheriff. Yeah.
0: she has not mentioned and that it's a ghost, he only, he- But she treats him like, oh, or he treats so her like bad. she said there was a ghost. But actually, she said a man broke into the house. Oh. I got hit over the head. He seemed creepy. And they just... the Yeah, the sheriff does not give a shit. Uh, that's our sheriff, you know? That, yeah. I, if I'm the appraiser, I add that. He's you worried know, you about... You call the cops, <laughs> not going to be great. He's just worried
2: about trying to get assisted late, apparently, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very Priorities. focused
2: on it.
1: Weird.
0: Um, so, eventually, the innkeeper comes back and is like, you know, I think you're probably having trouble with my friend the ghost. And that's why the sheriff didn't believe it. She's a ghost. <laughs> How did and the
3: innkeeper find out? It's fine. I don't need to know, but none of this <laughs> plot makes any sense. He's known for a
0: while. So what happens is this ghost, the handsome ghost, comes back every year on the thirteenth of December and stays until Christmas. Twelve days of Christmas. Which technically is after. Doesn't matter. Um twelve yeah. days before Christmas, like the song goes. Um he just stays in and he leaves on, on Christmas Eve at midnight and uh he doesn't know why. Oh, and he's also not a ghost, so he's like He's he, you can touch him, you could kiss. Um, he does some kissing, so he's not a real ghost. Um, All
3: of his senses are
0: amplified in real right, life. and he doesn't sleep, yeah. so he's very he's like he a vampire. He eats a
1: ton of grilled cheese,
0: yeah. yeah, which means he poops right. There's he's got a ghost yeah,
1: poop somewhere. That ghost definitely poops. The only thing <laughs> he doesn't do is sleep.
0: It's weird, uh, although he says he eats mostly for the sensations, So like he he doesn't need the calories, but. But it's also not know. like Casper, where they eat pancakes and the they just fall right below the ghost bodies.
1: No, but they make a ton of pancakes. They do. I, I, man, it is too complicated, as she herself says at one point, in yeah. what I imagine was an ad-libbed line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's very complicated, although back in his day, pancakes were mostly what they ate, so... It's like two two at least two meals flapjacks, a day They flapjacks them. <laughs> <laughs> oh um God. yeah so he just he shows up on the 13th of december s- sits around eating pancakes uh and making the inn hard to sell and then leaves and the that's all there's nothing else well, um,
3: isn't he there and a ghost the rest of the year i thought he was there and a ghost and then he's just a real person for
0: 13 days
1: yes he's a ghost the rest of the year and it's an unimaginable torment <laughs>
0: <laughs> right oh yeah okay so that's weird too um also, as luck would have it, though, this is my favorite part, is that a um, hundred years have passed, which is the exact amount of time that was needed for his haircut to come back into style. That is <laughs> yes, nice. He has a perfectly modern, like, hipster haircut, but that also does kind of fit him when he was an old, old-timey old person. Or he's um, not trying back then, I tr- guess.
3: Truly impressive is that his photo hasn't aged at all and does look like it was taken by a DSLR. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, back then it was just an SLR, but... Yeah, yeah, they fair. didn't have the D's yet. That oh, sounds weirder. So, um, so he, I mean,
2: to be fair, someone spent a lot of time putting that camera in a sepia tone. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, uh, so now that she knows that this Christmas ghost is here, she and since he's the one making it hard to sell the end, she agrees to help him figure out why he's been cursed to hang out at this B and B every year during the slow season. So she. Ugh. Yeah, so she investigates. by, and he, what a curse. he reluctantly agrees. So she investigates by hanging out with him, and, occasionally, and reading a
3: book. She reads a book on her iPad, which was the most infuriating part of this movie for me
0: because it's not a great Realis- reading experience.
3: Realistic, yeah, but unnecessary. It would have been I, I, a lot sexier if she was reading a book. Also,
1: yeah.
0: Well, right. Then you have to buy a separate book. You know. Yeah. From the from the props department, who's got books. <laughs> But but she also she reads a book and she asks him a couple of questions but mostly they just hang out like he agrees to let her help investigate but she does some real phone it in investigation because they spend a lot of time just chatting eating pancakes she does ask him occasionally like so what do you remember about being murdered and he's like nothing so that's not super helpful. Um, I
3: think this is the part of the movie where if there was like chemistry or these people had been like trying to act, it would have been the falling in love scenes. Yeah. But as (laughs) as it was, they were just like, the person said cut and they were like, oh, was that not just rehearsal? We were just literally standing still, not trying. I like the
0: idea you think that these people could or would ever do better work. This is like a factory. They have three more of these to make today. So they were like, we don't rehearse. Do it one. Perfect. We've got to get down to the next. There's a... Christmas tree of doom we got to film that we got to get to So everybody outside that's the outdoor yeah, set for that
2: They they shoot it Like they did like old westerns Like if you turned around uh-huh. you would just See them filming another right movie Like yeah. directly across <laughs> Across from them it's all on the same set yeah, Just four fair. different crews moving around Yeah yeah I, f- I feel like
3: some movies I watch for this podcast like people are Acting so hard like you can See it in their face and here They just like we're gonna put eyeliner on you and then you just stand there and say words and don't care at all.
0: I mean, he's—you know—this is his big break too. You'd think he'd try a little harder. This is the—this is your first movie after your what? single episode of trauma.
3: I just, i don't know who his character is, and I don't think he does either.
0: Well, they try to find out a little bit by chatting about it, and it uh-huh. turns out he was. Uh, Engaged to a woman who he just met, but it was 19 aughts, so probably it's reasonable. Um, and she only liked him because he owned an inn, but business was bad at the inn because of, you know, the economy and influenza and stuff. So he turns to keep the inn afloat to smuggling Canadian whiskey into the United States, which is much like modern day drug smuggling, except from the north. And mm-hmm. whiskey is much harder to fit into your butt. So he's uh, rum running, as he likes to say. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> she calls him a bootlegger he's like i prefer the term rum runner which you know alliteration which is
1: insane because that's not what he's running
0: yeah definitely it's he's a whiskey whisker oh he's whisking it into the into the states that's what he likes to be called a, wi- yes, a whisker a, wi-
3: a, wi- a risky whisker
0: <laughs> <laughs> see risky whisker we already nailed it it took him 100 years he never thought of that he doesn't even sleep. He had a hundred years of days and nights to come up with risky whisker, mm. or a whiskey whisker. Um, anyway, <laughs> he uh, so he's in the smuggling business, and as you guys know, uh, he decides to leave it. And as everybody knows, um, when you try to quit the mob, they're like, "Yeah, cool," and uh, they just let you go away. Sometimes they throw you a party, give you a watch, a retirement thing. Um, uh, but in his case. He did get
3: a watch, to be fair.
0: He did. That's true. He did.
2: Good point. For his
0: retirement, he receives a, a, a pocket watch and a rock to the back of the head. But who did it? That's the question. So Kate is still not trying to solve this mundane mystery and is technically falling in love with Christmas Ghost, I guess. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, you guys are mad at, at their acting, but like in their defense, he is like a ghost so you know how great is he gonna be and she doesn't know how to love so it should be awkward there shouldn't be too much chemistry that would be unbelievable yeah that's fair also if she was like you know i was smart a week ago but today i'm totally gonna bang this ghost you got like that would not also be that would be weird
3: that's true it would really suck if there was any sexual tension in this movie at all it would really ruin the reality it would
0: (laughs) okay Fair enough, I just didn't, I was really worried that she was going to bang Christmas Ghost and I was worried about it, I don't
1: know. <laughs> oh really? I was like expecting it but then also knew not to expect it because that's not the way these movies go. It's not. I don't think I've ever seen sex actually happen in one of these Christmas movies. Oh. I I
3: understand that now that I've seen it, I was, it, to me, I haven't seen any of these movies before but I have read a lot of romance novels and yes. they always fuck mm-hmm. once, sorry, yes. have sex one time. and <laughs> you, you can that, swear,
2: it's the internet. I, uh... no no she's saying they don't fuck in those books they make love <laughs> there's a difference <laughs> if, if you want those books where they fuck Alex that's your own time right <laughs> and, and just not Isn't about that like, life a, a
0: second level of the romance novels where they do kind of fuck
1: yeah for sure <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah but those are different yeah. that's more erotica
0: we did we did read one of those where they, they fucked on a piano um, nice. it was called like keys I don't remember what was the piano romance? Oh, this was before your time, Anthony. Um,
1: I, I did not read that one with you guys. I don't know how I didn't, honestly, now that you're describing <laughs> it, but I wasn't there for
0: We that. read it with our, uh, our friend, the romance novel expert, and we had asked her for something that she thought was like an interest, like breaking new ground in the genre. And she was like, it's, it was one of the first uh, romance novels she ever found that had butt stuff in it. So she made us read oh. that. It was fun. Um. Man, I wish I could remember what it was called now. I'll find it. You guys keep thinking about this movie.
3: Just Google butt stuff piano.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I could do that. Um, Man. Make sure you put it all in parentheses, though, so it all comes up as one. On our handy-dandy website, readinship.com, we probably do have that episode tagged butt stuff. We're pretty good about that. So if if you want an episode where we mention butts, you can just click on it um anyway i don't
3: want to get too off track here but i will say while we were watching this movie my wonderful husband was watching it with me Mm -hmm. and i was like this seems like a romance novel so he started googling to see if there was a romance novel with the same plot as this movie Mm -hmm. and just found so many like mostly civil (laughs) war ghosts and women falling in love with them in haunted hotels like owned by their families
0: absolutely
1: Oh, my gosh. That yeah. makes
0: perfect so, sense wow, to well, me. reading
1: list for the new year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, that makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Private Sessions. That's what it was called.
3: Mm, oh, I get it. That's funny.
0: Because he's a pianist, and they, I think. Um, yeah, so it's from Harlequin Blaze, which is the dirty ones. Nice. Whoa. Uh, which I did not know before.
1: Wouldn't it be great if it was called Harlequin Butt Stuff? <laughs> yeah. <That's a> separate
0: <laughs> a separate, a separate imprint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that was yeah okay. So back on, let's let's get this back to Christmas Ghost. So they're sort of falling in love. Oh, and they're trying to figure out the murder. But then um Kate, all uh, oh, jobs calling. So her boss. Totally doesn't believe in ghosts or sex, love, and romance. And so she's
2: only the Bahamas. Yeah, he's,
0: he's, her <laughs> boss is like, I don't know, I think he's supposed to be a bad guy. And then he turns out to be like pretty chill. But so he's yeah. in the Bahamas for Christmas. But then he gets, he has to go back to Boston and is like, You need to be here at the Christmas Eve party or you're fired because we're going to give you a promotion. And, <laughs> um, which is a weird mixed message. And she chooses Christmas ghost over her career, like they all always do in these. And that, you just can't build up the work experience necessary to close the pay gap when you're always leaving work to have sex with a Christmas ghost. That's the problem.
3: She doesn't have sex with him.
0: Yet. Well, okay. I I don't know. I mean, he had sex with his previous wife. This
3: is what I was saying, but I don't want to rant too long about how mad I am that there's no sex in this movie. Oh, so no.
0: I, I would like you to. It's, it's just... He, mm. <laughs>
3: I think it's it's morality, right? Like and they they specifically say in the movie like what happens when you get married and he's like, "Well, I know." And it's like Right. So it's like very much like you're not supposed to. But then he he had sex with Lily, yeah. the Regency era 20s wife. Yeah. And I it's fine. But that ended in tragedy because that's what Christianity teaches.
0: Right, right. That's the the moral the moral of the story was if you have uh premarital sex, everybody dies. You get murdered, she dies in childbirth. The, the
1: baby dies too which is ice cold that
0: was rough yeah but yeah. you know fruit of the poison tree is I wanted
1: the I, the old
3: guy to be his son that would have been great wouldn't it like his yeah little,
0: right that would be cute. I guess sort of good but also real creepy for him to have a son who's older than he is
3: that's like mean, that happens all the time stuff.
0: that happens yeah. all the time
3: it's in that Futurama in-
0: okay so the one time
3: yeah it's literally all the time <laughs>
0: I yeah, I mean, it's syndication, Alex. That show's <laughs> airing somewhere. Yeah, it's like at least twice yeah. today, you can see that episode. I don't know. I do think it's weird they don't have sex, and I think it is weird that he did ha- have sex with Lily. But um,
2: I, I really thought she was going to be his like granddaughter.
0: Oh, I thought that's the.
2: Twi- I thought that's where they were Man, going of with that at a a point. Twist,
0: and instead, it turns out. <laughs> The person who did it is the only other person in the story. <laughs> His cousin, who got him into drugs or into into rum running, into whisk, risky whisking.
3: The one of the three suspects that he wasn't actively looking at when he got hit. Yeah. <laughs> There's three
0: suspects, and I was watching two of them kiss when I got hit in the back of the head with a rock. So yeah, it turns out pretty obvious, no twists at all. You guys, there was this a twistless uh, whodunit. Um, but. Uh, Oh, and also, yeah, she's left her job. She's hanging with Christmas Ghost. Oh, I was gonna say about the sex thing is, I just, I just don't want to. I don't think you should mess with that power. Like, do you, what happens? Right, like, sh- are they gonna have a half ghost baby?
3: Are you thinking about Twilight? Is it ruined yeah. undead babies for you?
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it, it introduced and immediately ruined undead babies for me. Yeah, the idea right. of okay. a ghost, because a ghost could just climb through your wa- like, because the walls don't stop it comes in and out of the womb whenever it feels like it
3: yep that's exactly Uh, the plot of twilight
2: (laughs) alex let me just say as a deadbeat dad only having a child you have to deal with 12 days a year (laughs) would be amazing all right i'm on the line for six months out of the year you know what that's like i cool. don't actually have children. I know, but if i did that, that's what the if you did have children you would, you would probably be like... shitty to them is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that is a good point it's like the very low child support if you only have to support six of the 12 cool. days also that's not the p- pot of twilight angela the pot of twilight is he eats through her stomach and w- uterine walls with his mouth to pull the baby out
3: i was thinking of time traveler's wife isn't time traveler's wife she has a time travel baby and oh. it's like extremely painful because the baby keeps time traveling while it's inside. Oh, jeez.
0: I have not oh, read Time Traveler's Wife, but that seems like more like...
3: That book has sex in it.
0: Yeah, good for them. Yeah. I mean, they're married though, right? Yeah. The title suggests. No,
2: well, not the first. Well, it's not the Time Traveler's girlfriend, is it, <laughs> <laughs> Alex? Time Traveler's baby mama. There is a... There is
0: like a All right, that's better than... Time Alex Traveler's than side piece. <laughs> That's the spinoff novel. That's actually... That'd be a funny uh, uh, erotic fanfic is the Time Traveler's side piece. Yeah. Or, or the Time <laughs> Traveler's baby's mom is a pretty good... All right. Those were very funny, you guys. You nailed that one. I didn't have to participate. I always want to, but like sometimes you guys just do it.
3: I will say that the part that you left out so far in your summary, which mm-hmm. I know we're still not done with, is... The part where he he's a really good bartender because he's a whiskey smuggler.
0: I forgot. Oh my god! I forgot. I wrote down.
1: Of course, this guy is a bartender.
0: I but aren't most drinks invented in the last hundred years? Like, doesn't he just not know any of the good drinks?
1: Well, yeah, because she because Molly the like kooky neighbor who really rudely asks if she can take over their inn yeah okay <laughs> um, says do you know what a singapore sling is
0: so this is the yeah the reason i forgot to mention all this in the summary is because i forgot so but this is a side plot which is that their neighbor's bar gets flooded and she's like hey can i just have your inn for free for the next 12 days to run as my bar and he's like no one runs a bar in my house but me because i'm a great bartender and then he like does all his tricks and he doesn't even know how to spin bottles so he's not that good um, but he like pours some drinks. and Someone's like, "Oh, fun party," and uh, and then she uh, she's the sister of the sheriff, and she ends up sleeping with the old innkeeper. It's pretty good.
3: And she's the one and who reveals that
1: the inn.
0: Yeah, and then she gets to buy the inn, which is also interesting because at some point she's going to know that there's a ghost boning in her inn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so yeah, so here's the but so this is all about unfinished business, right? So he's there to solve the murder, and it turns out um that the murder was his cousin who got him into the 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 rum running and his cousin murdered him because the mob was going to make him and so the cousin has also been cursed forever to live in this inn and he's the second ghost that uh main ghost was real chill about there being a second ghost he was he was like as dismissive of the second ghost as the sheriff was of the intruder he was like yeah there's probably some weird noises oh well let me not use my 24 hours a day i'm awake to investigate that so he
3: did look out the door one time he did
0: right he did so the this other ghost is his cousin who is uh, his unfinished business is he murdered somebody and has to stay there which um i cannot wait to talk more about the implications of this for the afterlife but this one's my favorite which is like he's been murdered and he stays there the murderer stays there forever which means anyone who's been murdered you have to hang out with your murderer in that building for the rest of eternity
3: i think it was that he murdered him but he he didn't really want to so that's oh, what that's his it? it's unfinished business is. He Was hasn't
0: that the fourth degree?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't have, yeah. but I had to. <laughs> so sorry.
0: So they hang out anyway. So then he forgives the cousin, and cousin is like, "Ooh, unfinished business, finished." Ooh, and he's gone. And then um, uh, it turns midnight, and Christmas ghost is like, uh, "Well, uh, we're kissing because it's midnight, and it's really beautiful." And then all of a sudden, she passes out and Christmas Ghost walks yeah, outside. Yeah, did not like. <laughs> yeah, that was a real sloppy way of getting to the next scene. Um,
2: well, oh didn't God. he,
0: did, did, did any of you feel like he was, like, erasing her memories in that
2: scene yeah, or something? They show like, like, a weird montage of him being like, you will be happy and find someone. I thought he was, like, taking all the ghost shit from her memory. But then but she then, wakes like, up, she's like, no, where's my he just Christmas knocked ghost her out.
0: Boyfriend? Yeah. He just roofied
2: her with his mouth. Basically, I think he just
0: the <laughs> script just said blackout, and and then after she passed out, they're like, "Not you, no, no, not you."
3: <laughs> she I just. Love, I mean, that was it. Was a good way to get the keep them from having sex is that she falls asleep beforehand,
0: so she just <laughs> yeah. She can't. was also sleepy. It was after ten. You know how it goes. <laughs> so she, she passes hard. Yeah, just, um, she passes out. Blah. Blah. It's midnight. He walks out and he finds what his his love his. Uh, of 10 or so days before he was murdered his uh, fiance uh Lily from the olden times is now there as a ghost and they hold hands and they walk out the gate uh into eternity where they can finally stay together and be in love and then he looks over his shoulder back at his new girlfriend and his current wife is like oh well the choice is yours you can either go on to the afterlife or stay on earth as a living creature so she either is just relaying that the rules of heaven and earth are very chill, or <laughs> she controls that and is Lily literally is God.
2: Yeah. Uh, or didn't you kinda I kinda got like a sense that they almost had like a suicide pact that he kind of welched on? <laughs> like she was like, Let's move on together. I'll go foes. And he's like, Yeah, I'll be right behind you. And he like, wait so <laughs> He like waits for her to walk through, and then is like sweet. Yes. and then he's like ghost. Well, but then he doesn't go back. Life. Right
0: then, he disappears until like nine thirty in the morning when uh li- living girlfriend wakes up and is like, oh my Christmas ghost, he is gone. And then Christmas ghost walks out of the woods, a real boy.
1: Wait, wait, I have I have a theory as okay. to why he had to come back out of the woods. Please, because that's where his body was. Oh. So he came back to life, the exact place where he died. Then he had to like jog. He had back. to
0: zombie back <laughs> in. Wait, so his <laughs> remains he he like went back into that body, had to crawl like crawl oh, no. his the way out of the grave. Oh no, the
1: remains had been buried. They they remains had been buried because they found him there. I think they just mm. were like, wouldn't this be a fun little nod if we ended the movie the same way it began?
0: All right, so he just comes jogging in, like, I'm Christmas ghost. I'm alive. And they both
3: um, definitely almost trip while running towards each other in the snow
2: <laughs> yeah. yes but the, i got an, a 1920s education i'm gonna do great <laughs> in 2017 I, that's exactly what i read the, the summary was and then yeah. they spend their
0: entire life together with her slowly explaining everything that's happened since 1905 <laughs> wait racism is what now it's, <laughs> wrong
2: oh, oh shit. But, it, it's,
0: but it's also coming back like is it cool or is it not cool? What do I... It's what, fine. I there are
3: literally no people of color in this entire movie. <laughs> I don't true. think it's going to come Seriously. up. I mean,
0: there are seven people also. It's kind of a small... Even the party scene was like, we found two other people.
1: Yeah, and some of them are like children. <laughs> <laughs> Who do those kids belong to? He's a to? great
0: bartender. <laughs> I don't um, yeah, they're gonna have a weird. So they they are together, a happy ending, and what a weird life they're gonna have. He also has no like paperwork, so he can't get a driver's license or travel.
1: She's yeah, she just a lawyer. has a death certificate. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. She could fake it, I guess. Right. She knows about wills.
0: Oh, that's true. That is true. She's gonna. <laughs> she becomes a great document forger. <laughs> also, <laughs> so he doesn't. So the inn gets sold to the old innkeeper and his new girlfriend, who ruined a bar. Mm-hmm. So. That means that Christmas <laughs> Ghost and main character Kate—he's homeless. They are both homeless and have no jobs. They're both just on their own now. I would I like, don't think oh. I,
1: she. She didn't. She got rehired. They didn't. She didn't stay fired from the company. Oh, I she thought he was r- just being nice back. to
0: her to get the documents, but didn't rehire her.
1: No, no he's like. I her. guess you deserve a vacation at Christmas for whatever reason. <laughs>
0: okay good so she's got her job back and in... wait so then they have to go back to boston that means there could be a sequel the spirit of christmas 2 ghost in a city <laughs> <Yes>. you guys <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. and then it's just Let's like write it him and all the boston ghosts who are like way tougher than him yeah
0: oh man he's not ready for life in boston or it's kind of like a uh, splash where sh- he's got to like slow walk around the city touching stuff and being like i don't get the world mm-hmm. oh man that's exciting well that's the movie that is spirit of christmas uh now we have to uh talk about uh, it a little more uh in our compliment now we have to do a compliment it's called the compliment sandwich we like to middle and end every podcast with a compliment (laughs) uh anthony i want you to start us off what's your major compliment for christmas ghost
2: uh, I like that. I also live by the code of I don't let anybody mix my own drinks. Oh, so sure. I'm finally, found, glad I found a movie that reinforces and supports my life philosophy, because I have been kicked out of a lot of fine establishments <laughs> for that. I like the. But a man's got to have a code. I like what you're you know?
0: the the mythos you're creating about yourself, deadbeat dad, <laughs> always getting kicked out of fancy bars for wanting to get behind and do his own mixing. Uh, It is weird when you're like, I would like, please, just the ingredients for a martini. Please bring me those.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I like that whole sequence uh, because it was nonsense and like kind of a silly devotion. There was one like incredibly sexist line that he was like a challenge from a woman, no less. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe what I see in this day and age. I mean, and that was, I like, thought,
1: one of the scenes where they upped his old-timey talk, for sure. Yeah.
2: That, that I I thought that was, like, so ridiculous. And, like, the one thing he does that's, like, uh, like period appropriate, everything else he's just kind of cool with. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I like that sequence a that's lot. Fun. Oh, yeah.
3: I wrote down, I will not allow my honor to be questioned without retort.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's also the code you live by.
1: It absolutely is.
0: Um, what's, uh, Sarah, what's your major compliment for the spirit of Christmas?
1: Well, I love a good gratuitous shirtless scene. Oh yeah. And this movie has definitely one of the funniest where she's just like, I had a spooky ghost encounter. I got to go yell at Daniel, the only ghost here. And she goes (laughs) upstairs and and barges into his room without knocking and he, he is wearing He's fully dressed from the waist down yeah, with, like, suspenders and all, but his shirt is off and he's ironing, and it's just so they can be like, ooh, look at this dude's bod. Um, But it's so funny. There's, like, no reason for it, and also a ghost ironing is really, really funny to me.
0: And he's got the – isn't it an old-timey iron, like, where you had to put it in in the stove first?
1: And he's just like, please stay out of my room, and it's, like, again – supposed to be tension zero tension they might as well be cardboard cutouts standing (laughs) near each other but i do love a good shirtless scene and boy did that deliver
0: yeah it was classic i okay so i'm gonna make my comment is a, a a slight defense of him which is that i think having him be anachronistic is a clever choice by the writers for a movie like this where they can't really afford to hire great actors because i feel like being super wooden is also kind of a choice Oh, sure. Because you're a ghost and you're from the old times where they were always like, you know, very stiff. They didn't have moisturizer yet or like, and they like starched all their shirts and they're just very stiff all the time. So him being wooden, I think, actually works really well. And him not flirting well makes perfect sense because A, he's already married and B, he died 100 years ago. He does not know how to flirt. I I think him, I think... Him in any other show, like, for example, one episode of Trauma, probably not great. But in this, he's almost perfect, because more sexual tension would have been unbelievable.
2: So you think he, like, is an actor who just showed up and made choices? I, he's just a guy who's like, I'm not going to be charismatic in this. I'm no, gonna, I, I wish I, I, wish I was saying that. that. No, no, I'm
0: saying the, they cast him because that was, he was all they could afford, but they chose to write the <laughs> movie as a ghost so that their wooden acting would seem normal. So it's really to our Oh, you our think front he was just writer. like
1: he was a cranky in manager before then and they saw him <laughs> act and like make him a ghost? He's
0: that kind, yeah, exactly. You'd be a perfect ghost because you can't act yet. That makes a lot of sense. That's what Tracy Adrin and Andrine that's what she design d- she demands in her movies. She builds them around the people who will be cast locally. <laughs> uh uh. Man, uh, Angela, that leaves you. I was trying to see if I could spin that into a double compliment, but I'll save it. I'm going to save this for a minor just in case I need it. Um,
3: sure. Uh I will say Kate Jordan, our leading lady, has the largest eyes I've ever seen. It made Whoa. me yeah. think of the trailer for that Android Uncanny Valley movie that's coming out.
2: Oh, yeah, the uh, Anita Bat. That's exactly what I said to my wife. I, when <laughs> <laughs> She popped on the screen. I went, it's like Anita. <laughs> it's like Anita Bat- Angel. Look at that. This is what Rob Rodriguez saw this movie and was like, Mister Cameron, this is what I want to put up on the big screen.
3: <laughs> just make her eyes just like one point bigger, and then yeah. it's all of it. It's like I think her eyes are as large as they could be without being an uncanny valley. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I like the idea of humans being uncanny to you, yeah, like actual people. Um, I mean, they're
3: big, they're big eyes,
2: and big hair. A lot of volume in that. Yeah, hit, she you
1: know? always she's a short looks, person.
3: She always looks exactly the same, and that's awesome. Good for her.
0: And she, she is, I like, I I thought she did fine. I and she is like, she is a a, a professional. She is a uh, journeyman actor. She is in everything. She has done yeah. so many movies, a lot like this. But she's just like every day she's acting, and she was on mm-hmm. Days of Our Lives, where they like you are filming every day for years. Yeah. Um. And she's got four films in post-production right now that all from the titles sound similar. <laughs> wow. Ooh, I can only imagine what Snatched is. I'm guessing that Snatched... It's
3: like about vaginas and stuff.
0: No, I don't think that's what it is. That's a good yeah, guess. It's like a whole, it's a whole movie about I
3: vaginas, think, vaginas. I don't think it like is. A heist. It's not
1: the Amy Schumer movie?
0: No, it is not the Amy Schumer movie. Um... This movie I'm Is it the sequel to Snatch, the Guy <laughs> Ritchie movie? I wish I I'm guessing that it's a lot like uh taken or um stolen mm. or those other movies about that. Kidnapped. Kidnapped, yeah. I think it's just that, but cheaper. Yeah. Um she's also in the wedding do over. Can't wait to see that. Oh. Ooh, off the menu. I bet there's a waiter. Uh, yep, that looks kissy. Man, for someone who's not great at <laughs> uh sexual tension and romance looking things, she sure is uh in just love movies. I
3: bet she could do it. I bet I believe all of these people given more time and a really good script could make a movie that made you want to kiss somebody.
0: <laughs> I I bet. I mean, like I just I'm just impressed. I just when you somebody has an IMDb page that's that's 5000 entries long. I just I think that's pretty cool. And yeah, giant yeah. eyes. So good compliments all. That is uh the major compliment. Before we move on, um, we've already gotten pretty thorough with this in the summary phase, but I just want to know um uh I guess like what are what are your, what are your overall feelings for it? Cuz I where do you rank this in terms of movies that you've watched that are like genre y or romancy or like uh is this is this fun, silly Is it just uh, unbearably awful, Uh, Angela? You seem madder at me than uh, than maybe anybody else, and I yeah.
3: It's just the logic of the movie is confusing, and that was the part that bothered me the most. Is like none of it really makes sense, and none of anyone's choices at all really seem to come from anywhere.
0: Sure,
2: I do. I do like when like the innkeeper is just explaining this convoluted mythology and rule set to a. she's like this doesn't make any sense this all can't just be random and then it's all just kind of random like all the all the things that like led to this perfect storm of this weird coast yeah
0: yeah you know it's uh it does seem like someone getting murdered should not be enough for them to have to be ghosts for a long time Mm -hmm. um also if you're a ghost you shouldn't have 12 (laughs) days to make it up yeah so it was kind of like The curse was his, but it
1: was Lily's miracle, right?
0: So it wasn't a curse at all. Lily believed him when he said he'd be back home in twelve days, and it it turns out it took him twelve days and two seconds, and so he missed it. And so she like cursed him to always have twelve days a year to learn to love again or something. But then she clearly was not watching him fall in love with this new lady, and uh, I don't know. I feel bad.
3: I feel bad for Lily because she's. All all that happens to her is that she keeps getting left over and over again, but then also to be fair, she was like, "I only love you because you have money or something." Men yeah. are basically interchangeable to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. She marries then, his but, brother like days later.
3: Yeah, well, that was to cover up the pregnancy. That wasn't a real marriage.
0: Well, but he isn't loved there like her. A, a so scene that seems like it's a one he, way. Sorry, go ahead, Anthony. Uh, there's a scene when he's like,
2: "I want to get out of this." in business and she's like no 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 This it's what you're known for it's the only thing in this world you got Yeah, why would you give that up it'd be like if like my if my wife was looking for a new job and be like no baby you, your job is you you can't
0: do that uh, event planning is the reason uh, I fell in love with you it's the reason anybody likes you <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a personality have you seen this movie
0: I okay so that's all fair I thought the bananasness of the plot actually made me enjoy the, the just the the boring romance of it like the that's fair in, in a way that like the other christmas movies we've watched didn't have like desperately seeking santa didn't have this just completely bonkers supernatural stuff for no reason so this mm-hmm. is like it's not just christmas magic it's like there's just random Ghost magic, magic. In the universe. yeah i that yeah, made it way I more mean, enjoyable for me
1: I said sure out loud at this movie like more times than I,
2: I generally do in a movie.
0: Now it's time for uh, to thank our sponsor. You guys today, this uh, we have a brand new meat buddy, and we thank all of Ooh. our meat buddies who have contributed Ooh. to the show. We have a brand new meat buddy, uh, Brian from Lansing, and Brian uh, was formerly a uh, cutlet. Uh, So, which, if you're just joining us, uh, a Cutlet is somebody who's donated a single time, and a Meat Buddy is a recurring donation. And uh, we still appreciate all of them. And if you even donate for a single time, we'll still give you the full rights and responsibilities of a Meat Buddy. Um, We might call you a Cutlet instead. But anyway, last December, when we were still doing scripted uh, mini plays, radio dramas about our people who donated, back when we had that kind of free time, which is hard for me to imagine. But um, uh, Brian donated, and uh, in the story... In Meatburg, he and he ended up killing beloved Meatberg spokesperson Meatbot uh, during the Leap Second, um, and he oh feels real God. bad about it. Um, yeah, I would too. Yeah. So, <laughs> the concept of that ad was that Leap Second, because last year in 2016 they had to add a Leap Second. Um, leap Second was like the purge. So if you could merge it, if you could murder someone in that one second, it was free. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I assumed is true, and no one tried. But anyway, so uh, Brian from Lansing killed MeatBot, which is an really aggressive decision. Also, he's a robot, and only recently was able to live, so it's kind of short. It's not really fair. Yeah, ghost. Anyway, he feels bad, yeah, but he's a, oh, that might be, actually hang on to that thought, because um, when you donate to the show now, we give you options for different, uh, different things, but one of them is a pep talk, and Brian wanted a pep talk because he feels so bad about having killed MeatBot last December. So it's New December, and um, I may put in a clip from that. Anyway, uh, it's New December, so we need to give Brian a pep talk, you guys. So, Angela, it seems like you had a thought already. He doesn't have to feel bad because...
3: Oh, because Meatbot is probably a ghost who's going to learn to love.
0: Ghost bot. Absolutely. And Brian,
3: maybe if Brian goes to the right haunted hotel, he can fall in love with Meatbot, and <sighs> then they can get married before they have sex.
0: Is there a movie about ghost robots yet? No. There I, should I be. I hope
3: so. I hope
0: so.
1: Isn't that what Ghost in the Shell is about?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm guessing from the way Anthony laughed that that's not what it's about, but I don't know. I mean, kind, kind of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, I'd say.
1: I mean, the title suggests that's what it yeah. is
0: about. Apparently, there's a Venture Brothers character called Ghost Robot. Mm. Yes. Good. You know, I... I think
2: you gotta just remember you, you gotta stay on the lamb. If they can't find you, the statute of limitation on ghost ro- on like robot murders is gonna wrap up eventually, right?
0: I mean, and you if, they, to- if they don't, if they catch you and they they prosecute you for it, you're at least making some interesting law about whether it's illegal yeah. to murder a robot
3: during the leap second. During leap, well,
0: yeah, and also it was leap second, man. The whole thing is you don't have to feel bad about it. That was the point of leap second. Yeah. I had to tra- usually have to travel all the way to the West World to, to kill my robots, you know. <laughs> oh right, we did. But isn't I mean, I don't, in case you haven't seen it yet, aren't you supposed to feel bad? Isn't that the point of that show?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you were there when everything went to shit, but I just vacationed there one summer. It was great. But
0: wasn't went home feeling awesome? But wasn't the point that they could maybe remember that and they hated you for it? This is not helping, Brian. Alex. <laughs> Brian, the point is, Anthony is hurting people in Westworld, and that matters, but you did it during the leap second where it's you have nothing to feel bad for. I say, you keep going. Just press on.
3: You could be on the land. Keep killing you... people? Is that what
0: you're saying? No, it's not a leap second. Wait till leap oh. second if you need to, but right now- if You've
3: got to. Write it down so you don't forget.
0: The point, <laughs> I think that, I don't know when the next leap second is, but maybe it's a leap second this year. I Brian. hope not
1: for the sake of us all. But, Brian, <laughs> it's it's Christmas, the season of forgiveness, and fresh starts, and truly, if Daniel can forgive his weaselly cousin for bashing his skull in with a rock, <laughs> well, the world can forgive you for uh, exercising your leap second given rights.
0: I agree. Once. I agree. And like the way you did it might matter right the the rock to the back of the head would probably feel worse i don't remember how you killed Meatbot, but hopefully it was something that can fade from your memory even if it felt in the moment like this is a visceral murder of a beloved robot character but i'm sure it's faded by i'm terrible at these every time i start pep talking people like halfway through it's just they're not feeling it
3: Brian, watch the spirit of Christmas. Oh, and then yeah. the the problems plaguing you about what happened to the watch and how she fixed it and how he hadn't fixed it before that <laughs> will drown out your concerns about the murder you committed.
0: I was pretty sure that the watch didn't function because of like the supernatural, and it turns out he just hadn't gotten it cleaned recently. What yeah. happened? <laughs> uh, Men. Yeah. Um I can't figure out when the next leap second is either, so you probably don't have to worry about doing this again. Losing control. Also, I don't know if this is helping either, Brian. None of this is helping. This is a bad segment. But the important thing is, um, <laughs> at that point, it was time for Meatbot to go. You know, it's, it's, it was more like you retired him from a tie. Ty- it was an overdone bit. It needed to move on. Someone, I can't say who, didn't have time to write elaborate scripts every time someone donated. That's why we've switched to this. Clearly inferior riff based ad. I think I'm doing a great job. You're killing it. Uh, it's mostly you and I, and we're yin and yang. This shit. Uh, you're okay. really helping him. I'm making it worse. The point is, we needed to retire Meatbot. It was sometimes you like maybe you just Meatbot is on a farm now. You put him out to pasture. He's he's playing with the ducks. It's better this way. This is not about you. I don't know. This is Meatbot,
2: re- dude. Do you keep him? Just remember that Mipha did have a soul. He did feel pain and fear, <laughs> and he was fully aware of what death meant to him.
0: So, uh, will you say so- something nice to Brian from Lansing so we can close the segment?
1: All I will say is, if he truly felt guilt over something that you guys wrote, in which you made his character kill one of your other characters, then he truly has a very kind and gentle heart, and someone Aww. like that deserves every good thing to happen to him. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, that is beautiful. Brian, keep that in mind. You have a, a beautiful soul, and we appre- the fact. if that wasn't enough proof, the fact that you're donating to a show that treats you this badly in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you clearly are a generous person, and we appreciate that. We appreciate all of our Meat Buddies who go to become slash Meat Buddies. You can get one of these excellent pep talks or a variety of other products <laughs> uh, thanking you for donating. So become a Meat Buddy today. We really appreciate it. Uh, and thank you so much to Brian and, from Lansing.
2: And keep in mind, like Alex has continued to use you in his fan fiction. Believe me, Brian. <laughs> yes. You... You think that one book from earlier is the only book we've Alex seen recently with butt stuff in it? You were gonna be surprised.
0: Uh, Alex, Ghost Robot and Brian from Lansing try butt stuff. (laughs) Uh,
3: Oh dear, we need to stop.
2: (laughs) Me buddies, me buddies, me buddies, me buddies, me buddies, me
0: buddies, me buddies, me buddies. All right, it's time for lightning bonus round, you guys. Lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round a bonus. is... We're going in the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here
3: we go. We're going to finish this
0: shit up. Second half segment where we talk about things that are inspired by the movie, but not exactly about the movie. Um, I, I guess I want to talk first about just what are ghost rules? Because um, there's so bananas in this. And I just... What, or what are, I guess, what are your ideal set of ghost rules? If you're writing a thing that involves ghosts, uh, what are the rules? Like, Casper. Casper. Oh, just straight cast for so, Just a ghost business. until
1: one night where he's a cute boy. Oh, how did he? become was the best Wasn't it like
0: oh, a? Was there like a Lord, goo that I his don't dad know. invented?
1: I just remember feeling some feelings.
0: Yeah, but was didn't his like his dad invented a goo that made you alive again? It
2: was like a machine, right? Cause yeah, His dad yeah, yeah, goes yeah. in it at the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. I. I I'm a Beetlejuice guy. You referenced Beetlejuice earlier, but I'm a Beetlejuice supernatural rules guy. I like the idea of like the undead bureaucracy office. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I just like stuff like that, uh, and I like the uh, like you walk outside of your house and you're on you know Venus with giant sandworms. That's pretty sweet. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Do you uh, so in, in either of these worlds? How do the ages work? Because I was so like he is the age that he died at, and his wife, presumably, uh, Lily is the age that she died at, but then his cousin is the age that he murdered at?
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did he die? We, we don't know.
0: Presumably, like, either that year, in order to look the same, or, maybe, I mean, if he lived a nice long life and never felt any guilt. Also, back then, the sheriff, you thought the sheriff is bad now. They were, like, rock to the back of the head. It could have been an accident. Cut attack. Yeah, they were, like, they never... <laughs> They never even ruled that it was a murder. So anyway, people were real bad at cops back then. But yeah, so what age are you in the afterlife? This is, I've been so bothered by this. I, I wrote a piece about this for our uh, email list a little while ago. But then this movie had a weird thing. And I Coco has a weird thing about ages in the afterlife. And I just started watching The Good Place, which has a weird thing about ages in the afterlife. Um, I feel like we have, to ha- we have to make a decision. Either it's the age you died at or it's like the ideal age but both those are super troubling
3: i I like Like, so if i were to pick ghost rules i would say this movie which is whatever is convenient for the plot (laughs) and i think that's the same thing with is the same thing with ghost ages is like if we don't have to hire another actor or pay makeup people that would be great
0: in coco it's like everyone is in their 30s except for a kid and one old lady which seems like if you're going to do the the, the, the the world of the dead, it's going to be a lot more old people.
2: Well, it's it's really in Coco more it's how they're remembered is, is sort of what
0: I took. Uh, right, right. It's which would, however old they the were the was- one photo of them. But also in Coco, you're still married in the afterlife, which seems like kind of unfair. The contract specifically says until death. Right?
1: Alex, are you okay?
0: <laughs> We're all.
2: <laughs> Is this something you want to tell
0: us here? That you, <laughs> I just feel like you should you should have the choice to re-sign up in the afterlife. Uh huh. It well, shouldn't be automatically. <sighs> There's still the to... and that because that's what, like. Lily, you do, assumes, do you want to throw uh,
3: another wedding? Is that what's happening?
0: Uh, are you, Alex, are you saying that you're definitely
2: gonna take your mole again when you get to the afterlife? <laughs> you're definitely gonna like.
0: <laughs> you're just sitting like there waiting. You should be able to. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, it de- also it depends on what ages we are when we die. Because, like, I assume she's gonna live much longer than me, and at at some point after that, I hope she finds love again in like a cute old person sort of way. And at that point, like, I would feel bad if she got here and was like, oh, this is awkward, Alex. This is my second husband. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. I can see from here. Um, But then I'm like 20 years younger than them. So, you know, she's like remembering how good it used to be. I mean, it just feels super awkward that way.
3: Mm. I remember distinctly being told as a child in church that in heaven you get to pick your age.
0: Oh, that's so troubling also. (sighs) Yeah. I like that idea, but. Man, that's weird. Because, like, if mm-hmm. you choose to be... What if you choose to be 16? What if you had a really good high school year? Yeah. And then all your friends are adults? You'd, you'd clearly want to get together with your best friends and be like, let's choose about the same age. Right?
3: Yeah. I don't know.
0: Man, and what if... Okay. Okay. Uh What if... um we get to you get i thought about this with my grandparents right because my uh if, if one of my grand if my grandparents get to have and then my they choose their ages what if my grandmother chooses to be the way i remember her which is usually pretty old but my grandfather chooses to be the 21 year old cool european guy who came here and was like a hit with all the ladies like that's gonna be really awkward for them if they're still married right doesn't this just create some weird situations?
1: I think, but I think you're assuming that you still care about it the same way after death. Not all ghosts are basically weird humans like Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that you it's, just wouldn't care, you know? Like it would all kind of, like you're above humanly things, I guess.
0: I feel like that's yeah, the I whole think, quote of the day is not all ghosts are weird humans.
2: And think, to you think know, of this, Yeah, most Alex. of them are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alex, think about this. How do you know
2: that the murderer cousin's actually, like, the spirit of that guy? Maybe he's just, like, a part of him because of the curse got trapped there? So, like, where he actually died years later, there's another version of his ghost there. But a part of him is also just trapped in this, like, weird curse thing because of the energy, you know? Like, maybe that's why the cousin's young? Like, how do you know that's his, like final spirit because he could have died across the country they never say when he died it's true. but like a part of him is trapped in this
0: so there could be multiple because of the violence of that same ghost
2: yeah yeah think about that it's like when uh-huh. like
0: like he horcruxed himself everywhere yep that seems worse I would just be worried that heaven seems like it's got too many old people I just feel like that would be a bummer
3: I don't think anybody would choose to be old but then being old wouldn't be bad when you're up there
2: and that's why I am working really hard to make sure I go to hell with all the cool kids.
0: I <laughs> thought you were say die early, I'm working on it. Hell is yeah. also old
2: people, Anthony. Uh-huh. Like hell is nah. Hell's with all the cool kids. Live young, die fast. You know,
0: everybody's twenty seven. That's, 27 that's not hell. what they say. Yeah, yeah. No one says Everyone's live young, <laughs> die fast. die <laughs> fast. Uh, all right, that's lightning bonus around question number one. Number two. uh, com- comes from Daniel. Sorry, we're going to move on real quick. Um, and Daniel suggests we play the game of One Change, but specifically by replacing the sexy holiday ghost with some other movie's ghost. Ooh. Ooh. So what ghost from all of filmdom would you like to see Kate end up with? Oh, my gosh. already the, an option?
1: The old woman from um, The Shining, the old bathtub woman
0: from Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be so good?
1: But like everything else is exactly the same. <laughs> really, A true one change. Uh
3: how about I, I would say John Cleese from Harry Potter.
1: Oh John Cleese <gasps> yeah, is a great ghost. nearly headless Nick.
0: Yeah. So good. Um N H N, as we call him. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um Daniel also suggested uh Patrick Swayze might work.
3: Yeah for
2: sure uh, for sure. So i mean that's sexier. basically wow that's just basically a palette swap for one sexy dude for another right, right. <laughs> that's not what you want yeah no i mean that's that's not, i i like the shining ghost a lot yeah, i think that's, that's really, very very a solid funny answer
0: i do remember um, liking casper i mean we were younger at the time but like all the girls i knew in 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 the school at the time thought he was super cute
2: Oh, oh Devon Sawa? Oh, my yeah. God. Are you kidding? I, I mean, I I have just been waiting. I know, again, I'm going to mention Beetlejuice here. Yeah. I think Michael Keaton would have a lot of fun in this movie. <laughs> Stuck in a hotel, you know, kicking stuff over, having
0: fun, summoning weird snake monsters. Yeah. It'd be a good time. I think that would be a good time. What if it's like Casper from the, from the animated series? What if it's just...
1: A little uh, round
0: child. <laughs> yeah, a little round cartoon child, though. It's like uh, uh, who from Roger Rabbit. They got the interactions <laughs> with know, the cartoon world. I'm going to say Force Ghost Ben Kenobi, right? Oh, yes. I think, oh. I think she could
2: really use like a good like figure who's like, uh, you know, I, I want to help you out. I want to teach you some stuff. I want to like, help you grow as a person, you know? Yeah. He also has
3: a good hard-to-get moment when you first meet him, which is good for tension. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Solid. Oh, man, do you guys remember the dad from Casper? It was Bill Pullman. That's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like Bill Pullman. Did you know Mr. Rogers was in it? Oh, as Mr. Rogers in archive footage. Never mind. All right, sorry. Sometimes I read during the show. Um.
3: (laughs) Welcome back, Alex. Thank
0: you. this has been nice. Uh... Uh, I guess lightning bonus round. Also, Helen, uh, asked if there's an East, like what the Easter sexy ghost would be or a 4th of July sexy ghost, or if the 4th
2: oh, lady... of July is just uncle Sam with no shirt
0: on, but the oh, suspenders, right? iron, ironing like... his uh, like, red, white and blue tuxedo tails. Yeah. Or it
1: would be like a guy who died in a speedboat accident. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right that's playing bonus round, you guys if you want to play along or if you want to suggest questions or games for us to play go to read-weep.com slash next to see upcoming topics and help suggest games for us now it's time we have just time left for the minor compliment we're gonna reverse order angela what is one nice thing uh you'd like to say one more i nice think thing about this
3: this movie was wonderful for exactly what it was honestly i think this movie yeah. is if you just watch it and you don't think? Yep. And you're like, I want to see some people kiss, and they have their hair all done up.
0: This is perfect. This is what I'm saying. This is what I've been saying. I think it's perfect for just this. I love it. My- also,
3: it made me want to buy a pocket watch. I think it was a really good, really long Ooh. ad for pocket watches, which it what is what it seemed Do like in the first scene.
0: Normally, <laughs> have a vest pocket.
3: Uh every day you know it
0: and <laughs> i mean i just feel like i would love a pocket watch i just think it would be too hefty in my front pockets um and i don't want to sit on it and you need a vest pocket it really makes it possible
3: yeah we can maybe can we get like little like bra- bracers or something that just have a vest pocket in it that we just wear as sure. suspenders or yeah. something like that That's a great okay.
0: idea. all right uh my minor compliment is that this movie is sort of loosely themed around the 12 days of christmas the song it's 12 days and you keep hearing little bits of the song in the background, but here's my compliment, they never play the whole song, which is great. Cuz it's the worst Christmas song. It's so They can't cool. afford the licensing for that. <laughs> well, also it was like a pretty short movie. It was like 90 minutes and that mo- that song takes like 40 45. So really would have cut into that. Uh, I thought that was great. Sarah, minor compliment.
1: Uh, a true minor compliment. <laughs> kate's red lipstick during the party scene was really great it was good
0: that it was is... so good
1: it never feathered it was a great color for her it was fab
0: aggressively minor i love it
1: yeah it
0: was the <laughs> minorest of compliments uh anthony can you beat that uh yeah i want to say i loved the
2: boss in the bahamas like <laughs> cutaway shots yeah because they were just like in an office room in a Hawaiian shirt and that was all they did they're like okay you're in the Bahamas how are we gonna film that uh we got this office and this t-shirt uh pretend to be have just gotten sun
0: yeah it's great (laughs) yeah it was this whole thing was shot on one and a half locations they had the inn, and they were like what if on this side of it we cleared away the snow and you called it the Bahamas (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, We'll be back again next week. Next week is Jan... Well, actually, no, we're not next week. Oh, I I fucked that up. We're going to be back in two weeks. Next week, we're taking off for the holidays. Um, We're celebrating Christmas, and uh, we'll be all making out with our own Christmas ghosts, and um, we'll be (laughs) farting through eight days of Hanukkah with Adam Sandler. we got a lot going on, so we'll be back uh, in two weeks for Jantiquity, Please join us then. Meat Buddies get to voting, including Brian from Lansing. Thanks for joining us and becoming a meet Buddy. We really appreciate it. But all of our Meat Buddies, um, you know where to do. Go vote for Jantiquity Topics. Um, and uh, Angela and Anthony, do you have to leave right away too? You, do, you, uh, do you have yeah. four minutes? Yeah. Okay, so Angela, you have to bail. Uh, Thank you so much for being here, Angela, uh, at Angela Mweber on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.
3: And Instagram. And Instagram. And I am so happy to be here. Have a good, happy Christmas, Ghost, everybody.
0: Awesome. Um, Look look forward to it. And you, um, just send me your file when you get a second. Bye. Um, I just want to say really quick before we go, I just want to read this, a quick bit of listener mail. Um, And usually I don't read compliments, but I wanted to talk about this one in particular. Um, Nora, our new meat buddy from last week. Said this, And I forwarded this along to you, Anthony, but um, I was having a rough yeah. couple weeks. Details omitted um, for this reading. But then I loaded up the review of a movie that I hate, Eight Crazy Nights, and it made my whole week better. And I forgot I was the new, new meat buddy. So when you said my name, pronounced perfectly, it made me so happy. Oh. Uh, which is already amazing. And then she's like, I was at a bus stop. I laughed so hard. I cried. Please let everybody know that uh, I do compare my dog to kids, and that's fine. And that... Uh, The whole aside thing was my favorite joke. Anyway, I just loved it. I've been a fan since the early 200s, and I just love you guys. I don't usually read compliments, but I wanted to just bring that up because, especially because we had a really terrible Meat Buddy ad today, and I thought the one last week was pretty (laughs) crappy, too. So it's just nice to know that um, somebody is into this particular brand of bad. You know?
2: Yeah, that was very, very sweet. I loved getting that email earlier this week.
0: It was so nice. Um, and I, I've i said this on the show before, but like when people say that like they were having a tough time and this helped, I'm always so like, pleasantly surprised, but so surprised. Because, um, yeah. Anthony, you could agree with us, but as a comic, like we didn't start doing, because com- I get this at stand up too, like we didn't start this because we wanted to help people, right? Like there are a lot of better jobs no. for that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not against it, but I was never like, man, you know what people need? They need to laugh. I mean, it, it wasn't that... It was like probably five years into stand-up where I I actually made the connection that people laughing wasn't just them telling me I was doing well, but was actually a sound of joy they were making. <laughs> Which is pretty late yeah. into the process to realize that they were happy. But, yeah, so anyway, my point is that, like... Uh, we, like we still would have done this if it hurt you but we're glad that it's not so we really are glad that it's helping you um if it is so thanks nora thanks for taking the time to write back and uh, i hope all of those details omitted get way better for you you deserve it um and thanks to all of our uh meat buddies again and thanks to everybody who writes to us I, I, we do get some compliments and i just don't usually like reading compliments on the air because uh, it sounds vain but i just i thought that was especially nice and wanted to share that was very nice Awesome. All right. Uh, we'll be back again in two weeks. Uh, thanks for being here at Anthony Lopez Part 2. Always a pleasure. And at Sarah Hathaway. Are you the same on Insta? <sighs> Sarah? Uh,
1: I am Sarah underscore Hath on Instagram. jeez. Oh, um, come for a lot of pictures of my dog and yes. things I am baking. My brand I... is very noticeable immediately so if you don't like it I really like follow. your brand on
0: Instagram <laughs> that's so lovely I, mean, oh, I don't know what you're doing you. in the stories because I don't understand stories
1: oh I don't do any stories no no I am old as the hills but
0: <laughs> come, come on
1: there and, and stay for the very few things I've mastered I don't use filters um, just oh. just some pictures of my real life You know. that
0: sounds like when you say it that way it's like a cool authenticity choice
1: oh no no it's because I don't know what I'm doing <laughs>
0: all right well sarah underscore Hath on instagram and at sarah Hathaway on twitter um you guys are both great have happy holidays both of you we'll talk yeah, to you both again soon a,
1: a merry christmas to you
0: yes and to you as well and to all of your cubs and uh thanks for watching this when we mentioned it last year and for encouraging us to watch it again this year it was really fun hey
1: guys i'm always in for a christmas romance one of my very favorite types of movies
0: uh, awesome <laughs> it's a it's a tradition if not my favorite type all right we'll talk to you next week <laughs>
2: made